Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Swung on, launched to left field deep. Fam going back, looking up. He will watch it fly. A miraculous comeback by the A's in the ninth cap by Matt Chapman's three-run home run. And the A's have won again. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the A's hold off the Angels, win it by the count of 5-3, to three, and the A's pitchers were dancing around a lot of trouble tonight as the Halos left 13 men on base. That's what can happen when your, your ball club is struggling, and the A's got the jump on the Angels with uh, the three-run bottom of the first right off the bat, Simeon's home run to a straightaway center field. So here's the way things look, because the Padres have just closed out the Astros 4-3, to three, and it's the A's by 3.5 over Houston, by eight now over Texas. The Angels fall into the cellar because the Mariners won. Seattle's back by 10.5, and, and the Angels trail by 11. And when play is completed in the game between the A's and the Rangers in Arlington on Monday, that'll mark 30 games and, of course, exactly halfway through the uh, shortened campaign. This is the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. The Clubhouse Show continues right after this. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend, Ken Korak, and the A's Clubhouse Show is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Well, it was a win-win for the Oakland A's tonight. Why? Well, not only did the A's take down the Halos, which is big 5-3, to three, 
But the San Diego Padres, the Slam Dago Padres, continue to be red hot, and they end the Astros' eight-game winning streak. I watched the end of this thing, Ken, and uh, there was a ball to the wall that got a little hairy. Uh, uh, Pagan ends up closing it out for the Padres, and uh, a big help as that win streak ends, and that's exactly what the A's needed. So A's get a win, Astros get a loss. I'm calling it a win-win tonight here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, somebody once said last year when the A's were in the race in the second half that you can't lose if you win. So wow, that's, that's what deep. happened tonight for the A's. Yeah, it is deep. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll take it. You know, like we said, they're three and a half up on those guys. And then you put some distance between uh, yourself and some of these other clubs. But the Rangers in third place, but they're eight back. So now you, you wonder about teams like that. Are they going to be in the mood to trade at the time of the deadline in 10 days? Yeah, the cool thing about it, and we talked about it on A's Cast Live, and you guys talked about it also in the broadcast is essentially you're ending the Angels' season, and with the trading deadline right around the corner, Billy Epler's got to be working the phones, and they may, you know, even though they, even though Rendon's the hottest man on the planet, and you still got Mike Trout, uh, they may wave the white flag. They could be done. The Rangers could be done. The Mariners uh, done. And then now you're looking at, at a. Uh, at a two-horse race, just like we expected between the Astros and the Athletics. Plus, you got eight teams making the playoffs. This thing's getting exciting, Ken. Yeah, you know, if you're if you're like 11 or 12 games under 500 with 30 games to play, it's going to be awfully tough because I, I think you could get into the postseason possibly at 500 as like the eighth team. But if you're 11 or 12 under, Chris, with 30 games to go, and, you know, that might be white flag time for sure. Yeah, the Angels have lost four in a row. They're 11 games back. And we got, you know, looking at the A's, 33 games to play from here on out. I mean, you, 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 you dig that hole, you, you can't dig out of it. And, you know, for the A's, if they can just get that help, I mean, they're going to have their shot against Houston next week. But it's, you know, if you can get help by, like, the Padres right now and you take care of your business, uh, it's always nice to have somebody else do your dirty work. Well, the next, the, like, when this series is over and then you're looking at, like, 16 games that are really going to be interesting with the 10-game the trip to Texas, Houston, and Seattle, then they come home and they play the Padres and the Astros. Six games right there that should be really interesting, too. So I think we're, we're in for some really good baseball, Chris. And let's get to some highlights because Marcus Simeon got this party started right. Anthony Bemboom is behind the plate, and Marcus hits it to center field. Trout going back, still going back. At the track, he'll turn and watch it fly. And Simeon hits it out to straightaway center field. Leading off in the bottom of the first. one nothing Athletics. That ball was crushed. I love that name, Ben Boom. I mean, if you were like a great player, I mean, you could have a lot of fun with that name. A catcher or a linebacker? <laughs> oh, yeah. A middle linebacker, right. Ben Boom. Oh, yeah, God, exactly. that'd be great. And then later on in the inning, so you get a double by Chapman. Boy, when he hits the ball right now, Ken, Chapman is just hitting the ball hard. I mean, he's hitting it really hard. Uh, so a double by Chapman, a walk to Canna, 
and then Steven Piscotti would do this. Just Pujols on the right side. Heaney delivers the pitch to Steven. Is a line drive to left toward the line. Goodwin going back and over. It's over his head. That's going to be off the wall. Chapman has scored. Ken is around third. They're going to wave him. He'll score without a throw on a double to left by Piscotti. And now it's a big inning, and the A's take a 3-0 lead. Who, who are these guys, Ken? I mean, I'm looking at my scorebook, the Bible here. I mean, they're scoring in the first inning yesterday, scoring in the first inning the day before that. I mean, uh, the A's now are starting to get into a little bit of a groove where they're helping themselves out and not everything has to be late-inning heroics. They had not been scoring in the first, and that's something that Bo Mel said today that was really big about last night. Chapman's home run in the first gave the club a real boost of energy early in the game. Yeah, so you, you get a three spot early. You're feeling really good about yourself. But the Halos, here they would come back in the top of the fifth inning. And that guy, Rendon, my God, is he hot. Fires ready. Murphy sets up outside. Here's the pitch to Rendon. Swung on. And a base hit to left field. Here's Fletcher to third. He's going to score. Stopping his second is Listella. Rendon is three for three. Canna plays the ball back to the infield. And the Angels are on the board. It's now 3-1 to one athletics. You know, I don't have my notes in front of me. They're back in my house. But like the last 11 games, Rendon was hitting like 464. Truly the hottest guy in baseball. And then he finishes well, you, the night, Ken, ready four for, for five. Yeah, he's now 22 for his last 42. <laughs> Is that any good? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And he's nine for 16 against the A's. Oh, my God. But don't worry. Here are the A's. They get a run back in the fifth with Matt Olson. Canada takes his lead at second. Simmons trying to keep him close. Bamboom sets up outside. And now the one-two pitch is swung on lifted left field. Back on it. Good one. Still going back at the track, reaching up over the shoulder. He can't get it. It drops on the warning track. Scoring is Canna. And Olson goes to second with a double. And the A's take a four-to-one lead. Brian Goodwin kind of fighting that ball all the way. Well hit ball and twisting to left field off the bat of a left-handed hitter. Couldn't make the over-the-shoulder catch. And the A's parlay back-to-back doubles, and they lead by three again. Don't you just love his opposite field power when he really gets into one, and that stroke is beautiful. Yeah, and it had a real pure sound to it. And then when the ball is off the bat of a left-handed hitter, like, as you know, Chris, it twists out there has some unusual spin and Goodwin, as I say, kind of fighting that ball. But, no, he really hit it really well. And then the very next batter, Stephen Piscotti. Now two balls and two strikes. Ready? Myers throws. Stephen hits a ground ball up the middle and into center for a base hit. That'll score Olsen, and the A's take a 5-1 to one lead. And speaking of August, Stephen Piscotti has been an RBI machine this month. He has 20 and 3 tonight. And it's 5-1 to one in favor of the A's. God, you think about the outfield. I asked David Forrest about it. You're going to hear it on A's cast, the David Forrest show. And then I'm going to make it into a two-parter so everybody can also hear it on the pregame on A's Total Access. We'll have part one tomorrow and part two on Sunday. And I remember asking him, and you could talk about it, Ken. I mean, what a savior the outfield offensively has been for the A's. And You know, one thing that's wonderful, because Steven fought injuries all last year. He wasn't himself. And he's playing like the Piscotti that we saw in the second half two years ago, and that's a really good player. And then, of course, you got the 5-1 lead. 
And no matter it's 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 you know at some point it's going to happen. Trout's going to come up. He's going to have people on, and Trout's going to bring him in. No matter how he's going to do it, you just know it's going to happen. When Delkin turns, here it is, and swung on a ground ball to the right side, wide at first. It hits off the glove of Olsen. It eludes Pinder, and two runs score, and it's a five to three game. It's going to be an out, I think, and Olsen went wide to his right toward the hole. Bamboom scored. Simmons scored from second. Fletcher went from first to third. And Matt kind of got caught in no man's land there. He hesitated briefly. If he doesn't go after the ball, Pinder has a play when Delkin's getting over to cover. But then at the last second, Olsen made a lunging attempt at the ball and tried to backhand it. Pinder was going to his left, and as Olsen got a piece of it, the ball went to the right of Pinder, who was crossing behind Olsen, and that's how the Angels get two runs on a funky hit by Trout, and the Angels are back in this game. It's 5-3. to three. You know, Ken, I was thinking about this, because I talked to Mike Farron, of course, from uh, MLB Channel on Sirius XM, and he also works for the Diamondbacks, and, you know, he was joking on the Power Alley on their show with the Duke, uh, about how Trout's war is more than Harper and Machado combined. So we had him on the show recently, and it's like, I'm like, you got to understand, this guy's got 38 career home runs against the A's. He's not even 30 years old. And I think I now know, and I think you'll you'll feel the same, all those years that the Diamondbacks and the Padres and the Dodgers had to deal with Barry Bonds. Remember right. when he became Super Barry? It's like every game he did something against you. Trout's the same way. He kills everybody in the West, and, it seems, and no matter what, it seems every game he's doing some type of damage to the A's. And it, it sets up some phenomenal drama, some compelling and riveting action, Chris, when you know you, you're, all, you're always aware of when he's coming up when you go into an inning, especially in a close game. And that's why the sequence with Soria and Trout in the eighth was just, it was great. I mean, it was... It was high drama, and I, I think it's, it's, it's one, it, I mean, there are a million reasons why it's too bad that fans, and we understand why, of course, and why fans aren't at the ballpark, because that was one of those deals where everybody would have been to the edges of their seats. Yeah, before we get you out of here, let's hear from that. As Soria 3-2 drops down and gives that hammer, and Trout just can't pull the trigger. Fletcher will be going once again. The 3-2 pitch. Breaking ball, ring him up, throws him. Strike three called. Perfect pitch. What a job by Soria. We go to the bottom of the eighth. 5-3 to three athletics. I did hear the crowd go crazy, though, Ken. They're doing a great job with it here. You know, I mean, it's really, it's interesting. As the game goes on, and now you get some people on base, and game is close, and they kind of ratchet that up a little bit, turn up the volume, and, you know, the cutouts really get into it. So you, there, there is a little more intensity, I think. Uh, so you heard that in the background. That was good. And good to see Mike Fires get his third win of the season. Liam Hendricks gets saved number nine. The Athletics are 19-8, and eight, best record in the American League. Once again, Padres step up and in the eight-game winning streak for Houston. So, really, tonight's a great night. And then uh, we got day baseball tomorrow. We got day baseball on Sunday. By the way, before you leave, how was the air quality tonight? It was not great. It was about like last night. When the game started, it was fine, but I'm, I'm not sure. I don't understand all the atmospheric stuff, and obviously the fires are just terrible around here. But I started to feel it, you know, somewhere around the sixth inning, seventh inning.
But it never got to the point where I don't think there was any issue as far as continuing to play. But it does seem to get a little bit more difficult as the game goes along, but, uh, which might be a good sign for the day game tomorrow. Are you having fun, Ken? I mean, this yeah, is no, awesome. Yeah, it's been good. It's been, <laughs> it's been really good. I mean, and I, I think that one of the things, and not to belabor a point, but we wondered with all of the difficulty of pulling off this season if the game would rise above all of that. And the way the A's are playing right now, I think, is a, is a pretty good illustration that it is. You have a wonderful night. Have a safe drive home, and we'll do this again tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you tomorrow. The voice of summer, Ken Korak. The number is 510-956-3700. Where are you on a Friday night? How are you not excited? I mean, I, I'm flat out. I'm flat out giddy. This is awesome. I had... I had the Astros game on my computer. I got the A's game on my television. And they were basically coming down to the very end at the same time. And right when the third out happened for the A's, the third out happened down in San Diego. And, you know, you want to see the Padres stay hot. And then you want to see the Padres get cold as the A's will be taking on the Padres coming up here at the start of September. But that's what you want to see. I haven't looked at the Astros' schedule, but that's what, you know, the Rockies couldn't do it. The Rockies couldn't slow them down. Maybe, just maybe, the Padres can slow down the Astros over the weekend. You know, they won eight straight. That's a heck of a run. The You know, the A's won nine straight. But this is what it's all about, folks. Do I wish this was 162 games? You bet I do, because we're seeing the A's are built for that. We're seeing the A's could withstand 100. You know, good teams can do the 162 because they got depth. Well, we're in a sprint. It's a reality. But the A's are so good, they can do that too. Finding multiple ways to win and getting key hits. You know, the A's got the home run by Marcus Simeon. But they scored two runs on the double by Piscotty. They scored a run on the double by Olsen and a run by the base hit by Piscotty. So getting runs without hitting home runs is a good thing. Great to see Mike Fires go five and a third. He gave up three. The guy's basically unbeatable at the Coliseum. We have a lot to get into. 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. Coming up, Vince is going to be with Mike Fires. We'll hear from the skipper, and I bet we're going to get all kinds of players. Why? Because the A's are winning. 19 and 8 on the year. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus Steelers. NBC Sports California is the home of the authentic A's fan. That baby is gone. We're with the A's every step of the 2020 season. Join the East Bay crew of host Brody Brazil and analyst Stu Dontrell, Bip, and Shooty as they provide analysis on A's pre- and post-game live. Stream your A's and get the latest news all on the My Teams app. And check out NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics for additional coverage from Jessica Klein-Schmidt and Scott Baer. Your A's, your way on My Teams and NBC Sports California. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. 
It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. A's fans, have you seen the great images of our fans all around the Coliseum during NBC Sports California broadcasts? With our Coliseum Cutouts program, fans can still be a part of the ballpark atmosphere even while watching from home. These awesome cutouts benefit the Oakland A's Community Fund. Learn more about the program at athletics.com cutouts. This is A's Clubhouse. It is the A's Clubhouse Show, and it is presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. The number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. And the bullpen. When Delkin goes two-thirds, McFarlane goes an inning, Soria an inning, Hendricks an inning, all zero runs. Zero. Such a key as the bullpen just continues to get the job done for the A's. I mean, this is just, I thought the series with the Diamondbacks was key. I thought it was key from the standpoint of you're playing a good team, even though they end up losing tonight to the Giants. But they were red hot coming in. And you get to kind of match up and see, okay, you know, how good are we? You know, you handle bad teams like you sweep the Giants, but they're a bad team. How are you against the good teams? And now what I really, really like is you have the opportunity now to squash your rival. And I like to think of the Los Angeles, Anaheim, California, Disney Angels as a rival. And I like the fact that the A's can basically end their freaking season. See you later, Mike Trout. Bye-bye, Albert Pujols. Otani, you're not staying healthy. Rendon, you're a beast. But I said it all offseason on A's Cast Live, if you were listening. How are they going to get 27 outs? How? Their pitching stinks. I mean, you can sign Rendon and give him 200 and something million. That's great. Does he pitch? Mike Trout is arguably the greatest player I've ever seen. Legally. (laughs) Superberry was pretty badass. I got to admit. I mean, Superberry, once Barry Bonds got on the juice, you know, it's basically Babe Ruth. It was watching Babe Ruth. There was nothing like Super Barry. No offense to, you know, and I know the other day Dave Stewart put out there, is Ricky Henderson a top five player? I don't know. He's in the conversation. 
I mean, Hank Aaron, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, all those guys. Uh, but nobody was like Super Barry. He's on PEDs. You took it. You took already the best player in the game, and you put him on PEDs. He was like Superman. But Mike Trout's up there. But if Mike Trout's not coming in and getting people out on the mound, doesn't matter. He can have the best stats, and he can rack up as many MVPs. He's not going to the postseason. They have no pitching. And right now, you have a chance to basically end their – they're 11 games back. I mean, we're going to look up this weekend, and you're going to look up, and the season's halfway over, and you're double digits behind? I mean, the only way the Angels could even get back in this thing is you're going to have to have Oakland and Houston completely implode and just start losing every game, and that's not happening. Angels, done. Mariners, done. Rangers, done. They lost again. They've lost six in a row. You can't lose six in a row. They're eight games back. We're almost at the halfway point. You're going to have all the other teams in the division basically double digits from the Athletics and the Houston Astros. So if we do the 2.7 meter, if you're Texas and you've lost six in a row, that's really 16.2 straight losses if you're looking at every game is 2.7. Now, we played that game earlier today on A's Cast Live with uh, David Forrest. He wasn't buying it. He got a chuckle out of it because we told him, we said, hey, David, uh, you know, you win tonight. That's uh, 51.3 wins for the A's. (laughs) That's right. 19 times 2.7 is 51.3. The A's have 51.3 wins on the seat. They've won three in a row. And the bottom line is you got to go out and win every single night because Houston's not going to lose a lot. And you want to win this division. You want to be at home postseason, bring somebody here to Oakland, and let's go. That is the number one key. Get this division, be at home, because the A's at home are they, what? what is it? I left my notes inside my house. I think it's a nine-game winning streak at home. Home sweet home right now for, for the athletics. And that's, that's a little different from, yeah, let's see. I'm looking at the game notes. The A's extended their home winning streak to eight games last night, so that's nine. And so they're chasing that 11-game streak that the A's had in 2013. Not everybody's killing it at home, by the way. To where some people have said, you know, it's home field advantage. You know, what is home field advantage? You're playing in front of cutouts. You know, it's kind of strange. You know, you can pipe in all the noise, and you can have Tom Hanks talking about getting peanuts. You can do all that kind of stuff. What's it do for you? It's just the A's look very comfortable at home. And it's their ballpark. And that's, but not everybody is doing great at home. 
But I love the fact, the chance that you can just knock these guys out, and once they start selling, they're done. I mean, Dylan Bundy, you may never have an opportunity to sell him for, basically, he's auditioned for one month. You might be able to get something for him. I hope they trade Fletcher. Just get him, I mean, the guy's guy's swinging at balls over his head, for God's sakes, and getting hits against the A's. That double he hit in the fifth inning, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. But he's somebody you might be at. Now, I know Simmons is a free agent. They might want to keep him. But, you know, you got to do something to try and get some arms into your your organization. Because right now what you got is not working. And you got a lot of money tied up in position players. And you got bad pitching. Well, that's their problem, not the A's problem. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. As the A's will get it going again tomorrow. And let's see the pitching matchup for tomorrow is Bassey. Chris Bassett. Been fabulous this year. 2-0 with a 2.93 ERA up against Griffin Canning. Another UCLA guy, 0-3 with a 4.70 ERA. And then Sunday, love this matchup. Hopefully Frankie's back on track. I think we're going to see more of the real Frankie Montas versus his last outing where it was understandable. He just, he wasn't all there. He's coming back from back, neck, release point was off. Hopefully he'll feel comfortable Back in the saddle again, up against Dylan Bundy, who we just mentioned, is having a really good year so far. Heck, it could be the last start for Dylan Bundy in an in a uh, Angels uniform. But eye on the prize tomorrow, Chris Bassett against Griffin Canning, looking to make it 10 in a row at home. The number is 510-956-3700. We're going to hear from Vince Catronio, Mike Fires. We're going to hear from Bob Melvin. Who else we got? See what else we got rolling here. We're going to get uh, Piscotti. Oh, yeah, we got it all. This is the great thing about Ring Central is we can get all these interviews, record them. You get to actually hear the questions. Because normally when you got all these reporters around a guy, around his locker, it's tough to hear the reporters' questions. You just really hear the answers. Not with this. We get the questions. We get the answers. We get the full story. A's with the win, 5-3. to three. They've won three in a row. We're going to take your phone calls and hear from Vinny and Mike Fires next. It's the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Tootsie Roll Midgey is a great way to enjoy one of your old-time favorites, Tootsie Rolls. Each Tootsie Roll Midgey is a chewy chocolatey treat individually wrapped for freshness and full of Tootsie fun. Now available in 25% more free lay-down bags. That is a lot of good old Tootsie flavor. Also try Tootsie Fruit Chews. There are five delicious flavors in each bag. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. 
The A's YouTube page is your go-to destination for A's video content. Get access to great highlights, exclusive behind-the-scenes content, classic games, and more. Visit youtube.com slash athletics. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Listening to A's Cast. A short lead by Rendon, and now the pitch to Adele is swung on fly ball right center. Laureano going back, has the plays there in the alley, and he makes the catch. Once again, Hendricks does the job. The A's have taken the first game of the series, and the Athletics win their 19th game. They're 19 and 8 on the 21st of August. Our final, the A's 5 and the Angels 3. I've just been hit up by Michael in Australia. We're global, baby. A's cast, we're global. Does Liam Hendricks, goes at Townsend Radio, does Liam Hendricks go down as the greatest Aussie baseball player? Big Oakland fan from Australia. Huh. It's an interesting question. Because I don't know all of the guys that have played in Major League Baseball who are Australian. Remember our buddy Grant Balfour? He was pretty darn good. Uh, Travis Blackley was an A. We recently talked to uh, Ryan Roland Smith when the A's took on the Astros as he's doing television up there. But I'm not real up on all my Australians that have played in Major League Baseball. But I will say this. And, Robert, if you could look it up and you can find somebody better than Liam Hendricks, I, I, I'm not going to look it up. But I don't think we've seen the end of Liam Hendricks. I think you're at the 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 uprise of a guy that has really come into his own. Liam's filthy. And Liam is somebody who we can definitely call friend of the program. We've had Liam on Ace Cast Live more than any other A and have really gotten to know Liam over the years. He's a salt of the earth kind of person. I have so so much respect for him and his wife. I have so much respect for him as a man and what he does for people. What he does for animals. Where he thinks of so many people other than himself. And he goes out of his way to help people make their lives better. I mean, I can't say enough. Liam Hendricks is a better person than I am. And I can say that. And I think he's just getting better. Something happened. He 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 go he gets DFA'd. He goes down to the minor leagues and says, "Screw it, I'm going to do it my way." And it clicked. And ever since then, he's just been on this just rise. 
where you're talking all-star game, one of the best closers in the game. And he's going out right now and just blowing people away. The only guy that can hit him is the hottest guy on the planet, Rendon. And that breaking ball, remember, I can't remember who got the hit off him. Let's just be honest. These games are all running together at this point. We're working every single day. It's Groundhog Day. We're all happy to be working, not complaining. I, I'm happy. Yeah, I t- speaking of Mike Farron, who I brought up with, uh, with Ken Korak, so not only does he do the SiriusXM show, but he also does the Diamondbacks postgame show. They only go for like a half hour. I'm like, a half hour? What do you mean you're only going a half hour? Heck, if the A's are winning, I'll go all night. I got nothing to do, baby. This is what I do. Let's talk a little baseball. But whoever got that base hit off him, it was uh, whatever, how many games ago. People have been like 0 for 48 against his breaking ball. I mean, his breaking ball is so hard and it's just so just, just breaks down. You know, it's not a traditional slider. It's not a traditional curveball. It's not a slurve, which a slurve is in between a curveball and a slider. I mean, this thing just drops. And it's hard. So you know what, Michael in Australia? I think the way he's going, I think you're going to be able to say Liam Hendricks is the greatest Australian-born player of all time. It's not the stiffest competition, but the way Liam's going, I think think we're going to be able to say that. Because I I know closers – they're hot and cold, but I see Liam, and Liam's, what's great about Liam is his wife is so brutally honest with him. Like, there are times where she'll, you know, she kicks him in the butt and be like, stop being a pansy and go out there and uh, get it done. It's great. She's honest. She's there for him when he needs to be picked up, and she's there to kick him in the behind when he needs, and it's the, the great relationship that they have. All right, let's hear Mike Fires. I mean, my I mean Mike Fires at home. I mean, going into the night, his last fifteen home starts, he's eight and zero. So make that his last sixteen home starts, he's nine and zero. Mike Fires at the Coliseum. He's basically unbeatable. Here is Vince Catronio with Mike Fires after this 5-3 to three victory. Townie, Mike Fires joins us. He gets his third win of the year. The A's 5-3 over the Angels. And, Mike, you had a, a lot of traffic tonight that you bent and you didn't break. Take me through the approach, knowing that you had base runners and the things you felt you had to do in those situations to get you and the ball club to the end tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all about, you know, just, just pitching and, and not giving in. Um, there's situations in games where, you know, I, I don't like walking hitters at all, but um, there's situations where, you know, you might have to pitch around a guy or try to get him to chase. And, you know, if he has a good at bat and, you know, he lays off some good pitches and he walks and so be it. But, you know, with the lineup it is um, with the, with the angels um, it's, it's tough and you have to, you know, manage the lineup and just, you know, live on the corners and, you know, challenge guys and, you know, go outside the zone. You got to do a bunch of things right to, to beat this team. 
and you know I it's a it's a challenge every time out for me against these guys um you know deep lineup um you know that the top top four or five I mean could be I mean one of the best in, in the league I mean we say as pitchers I mean these guys really make you work so um it's it's really just about being aggressive, you know, going after him, but, you know, being smart at the same time. You've faced Mike Trout enough over the years, and the numbers indicate that he's had success against you. Twice tonight, he, he swung at the first pitch in situations against you. The first time, take me, you know, how much has that, you know, in your scouting reports going back to the, to the early Mike Trout years, how much has that changed? And I want to talk about that second one, too, because it seemed like, well, I got him on a fastball the first time. Maybe I can get the fastball by, and he was not on it because you made a good pitch in good location. What was that like? Yeah, I mean, I faced him a bunch now, being in the American League West for a little bit. Um, but you know, the scouting report says that <laughs> he usually takes, and he he hasn't when I pitched against him. Uh, I think my my first time ever facing him, he swung the first pitch and hit a home run. First time ever facing him, and you know. So for me, the scout report really does nothing, to be honest. Um, you know, I go into that bat, you know, just being, I have to be aggressive, but I have to not leave it over the middle of the plate. I mean, simple as that. And I got to try to get him to chase. I got to do a lot of things, but against me, he's swinging early. So it's a whole different ball game. And I think a lot of these guys have been, you know, swinging early. They know I throw a bunch of strikes. They know I try to get ahead with a fastball and, um, all these guys are ready, even Rendon, Simmons, um, Pujols. I mean, all these guys are swinging early on me, so I got to make that adjustment and just make better pitches. Um, you know, oh. Is the new scouting report on David Fletcher's don't throw the ball at the at the logo on the helmet? How did he How did he make contact <laughs> with that ball fair, double down the right field line against uh, you? He, he's something, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I just smile at this point. I, you kind of have to laugh about it, but in game, you're just like, what, like, what do I have to do? Um, you know, um, he gives problems to a lot of guys, but um, like I said, uh, this lineup's deep. It's it's tough, but you know, the more guys you you know walk or you know let let on base, I mean, the tougher it's going to be. So you have to be aggressive. You got to make them earn their way on and uh, beat you with a bunch of hits. Kudos to your bullpen again. They did a nice job behind you. Yeah, uh, been amazing all year. Um, you know, it's it's going to be tough. I think. I think the angels know that too. You know, I think that's why they're trying to swing early and try to try to get me early because they know with the lead, I mean, we're very tough. So uh, another great job by them and, you know, getting early leads is, is definitely helpful. Happy anniversary, by the way. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Vince. Number appreciate five on the first no hitter. Congratulations <laughs> tonight, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mike fires joining us and uh, the A's by the way, Tony. Yeah. Mike Fires, dominant at home, 9-0 in his last 16 starts. So I went inside and got my notes. It wasn't games. It was actually the, the hit streak. So coming into tonight, Anthony Rendon had a 10-game hit streak. And during that streak, he's hitting 486. I just got – I'm going to do the numbers here during the break. So if you're four, if you're hitting 486, you now have 11-game hit streak, and you put up a four for five. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, seriously. I can't wait to do these numbers. All right, we're going to take your phone calls at 510-956-3700. That's 510-956-3700. A's with the win. Astros with the loss. Life is good. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. In case it's been a while, this is the sound of outdoor gear being loaded into the back of an SUV. This is a Lexus GX heading out into the great unknown. And this is the family cat, finally enjoying a little alone time. If this sounds good to you, come to the Lexus Golden Opportunity Sales Event in person or online for exceptional offers on a full line of Lexus SUVs. But hurry, the sale ends August 31st. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Ace fans, Jessica Kleinschmidt here, and I want you to check out Bok Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area's baseball podcast, hosted by yours truly. Listen as I talk all things baseball, discuss happenings around the league, and interview very special guests. We've got players, former players, industry professionals, and some of your favorite A's players will join me as well. Subscribe and download and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bok Talk, part of the NBC Sports Podcast Network. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. It's your home speaking, and I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, could you get that blueberry that rolled under the fridge last week? It's throwing my feng shui off. Second thing, bundle your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's easy, and we could save money. Lastly, I know you were thinking of painting the nursery back to off-white, but I'm actually feeling this baby blue. Didn't think it was my color, but I am pulling it off. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. O'Reilly Auto Parts can help make your auto maintenance easier. So when your car isn't stopping like it used to, our professional parts people will help you find the brake parts and supplies to do the job right the first time. Right now, get 15% off a set of brake vest pads and two rotors, plus O'Reilly Brake Cleaner, two for $5. Stop by or visit OReillyAuto.com today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Want to add to your collection of A's memorabilia? 
The Oakland A's Community Fund will host online auctions throughout the season. You can bid on great and unique A's items like baseballs, bats, and more. With proceeds benefiting the Oakland A's Community Fund. Visit athletics.com community for information on the A's online auctions. That's athletics.com community. Chris Sanson with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. What I mean, what makes David Fletcher turn into Joe DiMaggio against the A's? He's now hit safely in 13 straight games against the A's, dating back to 2019. And I know Vince addressed this with, with fires. I mean, seriously, that ball was like eye level that he hit tonight. What inning was that in? The fifth inning? Like, Really? We've seen some odd ones. The one that uh, Baby Yaz hit in San Francisco where he hit it and he had no idea where it was. <laughs> it was like off the end of the bat down the left field line. Uh, watching the Astros and the Padres. Will Myers had one tonight where he hit it. He had no idea. It's crazy. We're seeing this like these guys hit the ball and they have no idea where it is. I mean, how strange is that? Like the ball, you hit it. And you're like, look, and it, I don't, oh, run, it's in play. Unreal. Uh, so I did the numbers in this 11-game hitting streak for uh, Anthony Rendon. He's hitting, and I know Ken mentioned it, but I didn't write it down. He's hitting 524. 524. Is that any good? 524. With 12 RBIs and five home runs in 11 games. I mean, it's got to look like a beach ball coming up. I mean, you're hitting 500 in the big leagues in 11 games? Seriously, it's got to look like a beach ball coming up there to him. His timing is just unreal. Scott Emerson, you tell me, pitching coach of the A's. Pitching's about disrupting timing. How the heck do you disrupt this timing? Guy's hitting 524. Let's go to Andrea, my astrologer. How are you this evening? I'm great. How are you, Chris? Wonder The A's are winning. I'm wonderful. I know, and isn't it extra special when the Astros lose also? Oh, my God. It was like, you know, I was paying attention to the games in Colorado, and Colorado mm-hmm. tried to come back yesterday but fell short. So I was now watching the uh, the Padres, and I'm like, come on, Padres. You know, they almost the Astros almost went deep in the top of the ninth inning to tie that game up. They hit one to the wall. I'm like, oh, no. But, yeah, I mean – it's nice to have somebody else. You take care of your business, and it's nice right. for somebody else to take care of your dirty work. Yes, and wasn't it uh, their eight-game winning streak was snapped also? Correct. Yes. How about them apples? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's a good broken record about uh, Stephen Piscotti, January 14, 1991. Uh, he was great. I think he uh, drove in. Three runs, and you know it's like that Jupiter transit. What a difference a year makes! Expansion, abundance, 
I call Jupiter the Santa Claus of the Zodiac, makes things bigger, more, and better. And this is so helpful for him because he's such a hardworking, responsible, dutiful, kind of industrious Capricorn. It's just really nice to see things, you know, fall his way and the planets align for him. Uh, just very heartening. And uh, shout out to my birthday twin, September 17, 1990. Different year, but same day. Uh, Marcus Simeon, the leadoff home run. So uh, there was an article about, like, how the A's kind of, you know, they're winning all these games at home. I think it was eight or nine in a row, nine in a row. But even though there's cardboard cutouts, there's something to be said for the familiarity of being at home. So it's like they're clicking on all cylinders, and, and it's just really, really nice to see. Well, yeah, I mean, home for the A's is, is you know, other than I, I guess you'd say the Rays, and now I guess you'd say the uh, Toronto Blue Jays playing in Buffalo. I mean, let's face it, the Coliseum's old. And right. the Coliseum is it, it these players come to the Coliseum and they're kind of like, "Wow, this place is you know they're not used to playing in a place like the Coliseum. I mean mm-hmm. it's basically a football stadium, you know, once Mount Davis was erected, and it's yeah. like a football stadium, and you know maybe a lot of players are not comfortable playing at the Coliseum to where the A's are like, "Home, sweet home, baby, let's rock right. Yeah, that's an excellent point, and Bob Melvin made a good point about how, you know, the COVID protocols, you just get more used to it in your own home stadium than on the road where it's more of a difference. But it's true, the A's definitely still have that advantage because they're used to the Coliseum, the nooks and the crannies and how it plays. Yeah, I mean, I know for me personally, you know, all these years, A's, Raiders, and all the games that I've done, you know, it just it's just, right. it's home. I mean, However you want to look at the Coliseum, it's home. I mean, it's just been a big part of of, of all of our lives for so many years. And, you know, at this point, no fans. There's no advantage when it comes to, you know, how rowdy fans can be, how tough fans can be. There's just, it's just, it's really, you're just going out and playing baseball. Who's better? there's There's no real advantage from a standpoint. I mean, it's just... Let's go play. And who's better? Who's a better team? Yeah. And, apparently, you know, apparently the A's are. And I'm just so heartened. I mean, this once every 12-year cycle for Stephen Piscotty with the greater vitality, a whole new cycle of personal and professional growth. It's like it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Um, you know, after last year was so difficult for him. It's just really nice to see all these improvements and how things have really gotten so much better for him. You know, more importantly, how's my chart looking? Because my golf game, I'm losing a ton of balls. How do I turn this thing around? Oh, um, you know what? Let me take that under advisement, and I will call you or email you or text and let you know. I'd be happy to look at that. But if that's uh, your worst problem, consider yourself quite fortunate. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 I'm putting up some big numbers. I need to get uh-huh. to some low numbers. I okay. got Ken. I got Ken Korak trying to get in my wallet. I need oh. to lower my scores, and I need okay. to do it immediately. Okay. Yeah, I got to learn a little more about golf. So the lower score, the better. Uh, thank you for the phone call. By the way, yeah. uh, my buddy Tim has been texting me. He's like requested. He's like, where have you been? He's been requesting you to call in. Oh, sweet. Yeah, shout out. Yes, I'm here. You have a wonderful evening. 
Yeah, same to you. Take good care. Andrea, my astrologer, that's for you, Tim. Let's go to Jesse in Turlock. Jesse, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. How's it going, Tony? Great. So I was thinking about Chris Davis. You know, he's really struggling. Um, but I think that Rich Grossman should be playing more and should get more of the DH uh, opportunities than uh, Chris Davis because I don't think Chris Davis is going to come out of the, you know, what he's going through right now. Yeah, Jesse, I was uh, I was kind of looking to ignore that tonight, but yeah, you bring it. I, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to be glass half full guy right now, uh, but yes, very glaring. It is very glaring, and I can tell you, um, I get texts during the game from certain people who are around the team, or let me not say not they're not around the team right now. But uh, I get texts from people, and it's it's a glaring weakness. And I have these numbers dating back to when he signed the contract, dating back to last June also. The numbers are not good. And I don't know what's wrong. They can keep telling us that everything's going to turn around, and, and I hope to God. I mean, you know, Chris Davis – was so huge for three years. I mean, big home run after big home run. He didn't hit hit home runs when they were down. He hit home runs to put them ahead. He hit home runs to to tie games. I mean, he was an absolute force. I mean, you you know when when you talk about like, and, and we did it with Dave Feldman today. Is on September fourth, he's going to do another class where he's teaching how to keep score. I mean, if you're keeping score. You knew when Chris Davis was coming up. Like, if you're an opposing manager, you had to look. When's Chris Davis coming up? I mean, you think about all those home runs he had against the Rangers and all the home runs against the Astros. I mean, they had to look. Like, when's this dude coming up? Because this dude's bad. Now, I mean, those, I mean, other than getting hit tonight, he had no shot. I mean, he's not even close. I mean, those are, those are three strikeouts tonight. And that last strikeout, that was in the uh, eighth. That was a fastball almost down the middle that he just took. And it's like, ugh. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know where to go, Jesse. I really don't. Yeah, I think he, he's over-swinging too much. He might be overthinking too much. And then the 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 opponents know he's going he's gonna to swing at the high pitches. And at certain pitches, he's not going to swing. They already know his scouting. And plus, with his struggles, it's just going to make it even worse. Yeah, I, I I would be very curious to be in. So, you know, like the first game of a series when the pitching coach is going to meet up, you know, everybody that deals with the pitching is going to meet up with the pitchers and they're going to go through the scouting reports. I would be so curious to see what the scouting reports were on Chris Davis the year he led the American League with 48 home runs and what the scouting report is now. Because yeah, just he, he, just watching with my eye, no one's afraid. Everybody challenges him. He literally swings. And when so Sarah Langs is phenomenal 
uh, researcher for MLB.com. Then obviously Sarah's blowing up as she's on MLB Network. She recently did a game with Brian Kenny on MLB Network. She's a, a rising star. When she brought up that basically Chris Davis swings 75% of the time on the first pitch, no matter what it is, 70, and I think the actual percentage has gone up, he swings basically 75%. No matter what you throw, I could throw a fastball. I could throw a four-seam fastball, two-seam fastball. I could throw a slider. I could throw a cutter. I could throw a curve. I could throw a split. I could throw I could throw the, uh, what was a, uh, Daisuke. I could throw my, my gyro ball, I think is what he used to call it. He swings 75% of the time on the first pitch. So I, 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 I don't know how to call it. I'm not, I'm not Darren Bush. I'm not a uh, professional hitting coach. I just know it just doesn't look right. He doesn't look the same, and I don't know what to say. And tonight was just, I mean, other than getting hit by the pitch, he just looked lost. Yeah, I, I want to see Grossman more or somebody else, but I don't really want to see Chris that much anymore, and for at least this season. And then uh, Barreto, I don't think he's going to work out in Oakland. And it doesn't look like it's going to be working out. Yeah, thank you very much, Jesse. I appreciate the phone call, and it's just honesty. We want all players to succeed. We want all players to, to, to just kill it and be having great years. That's what we want. That's what we root for. Yeah, I mentioned Barreto like last night. Barreto got into the game looking at my scorebook. He pinch hit in the what in the eighth inning. He wasn't close to one of those balls. I feel for Franklin Barreto. This is a really, really tough game. I mean, they just the science of the game. When you're talking about a flat, I mean, you're talking about a round ball and a round bat, the velocity. The movement of the baseball. I mean, all that's so tough to hit. Like, when they really break it down, the little amount of time that the human brain has to figure out when the ball is being released from a pitcher's hand, the little amount of time that your brain has to make, like, all of these decisions. Like, your brain has to decide, okay, what pitch is this? Where is the pitch going to be? Should I swing or not? There's so much that goes in. And that really is the next wave of baseball. It's not going to be analytics. It's going to be like neuroscience, like the study of the brain and who has the ability to to make the, not only do you have to have the physical skills, but you got to have the, the brain power to make those fast decisions. It's not easy. So... For Franklin, it's like, unless he's playing a ton, how do you expect the guy to hit? You just can't say, hey, listen, you're going to hit like once every two weeks. Good luck. Like what? No one's going to succeed doing that. But you, 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 you don't have the luxury to say, I've got two months to let him work it out. He really is in a tough spot. Melvin's in a tough spot. David Forst is in a tough spot. And Franklin Barreto's in a tough spot. I don't know what you do. He's out of options. Two years ago, he had a great spring. Not two years. It was last spring he had a great spring. 
and he ended up going to AAA. I don't know what you do with Franklin Barreto. And it's a tough call. It really is a tough And maybe what's best for Franklin is that Franklin gets an opportunity to go somewhere. This is a good problem to have, by the way. You have talent. You have depth. But you want to win. The A's are in win mode. This isn't rebuild and let's find young player mode. It might be time for what's best for Franklin to, 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 to send him somewhere where they can say, we stink, we know we stink, and we're going to take this young kid because he's still young. He's not young professionally, though. That's kind of my two cents recently is like, you look at the age, but this guy's been, I mean, he's been dealing as a professional since he was 16. And I know that seems crazy young, but, I mean, look what we see in other sports, especially like golf and women's golf and women's tennis. You see these young ladies performing at a high level at 17, a winning majors in tennis and golf at like 17, 18, 19. They're professionals making money. Uh, Franklin's been a pro now for quite a while, since he was, what, 16? So he's been in the pro ball game for a while, even though he's really young. I just think it might be time, what's best for him. And I, and I, and I know that David and Billy always have to think what's best for the A's, for, you know, the most part. You know, there, there are times when you have to do what's best, basic, like, Piscotti with the Cardinals sending him back home for his mother. Sometimes there's dramatic situations where it is all about, hey, let's take care of this kid and his family. Uh, but it might be time to let Franklin go. Like, let, let him go to, like, I don't know, the Pirates. And just say, now you're going to get a shot. You're going to play every day, and we're going to figure out, are you an everyday player or not? Here's X amount of at-bats. Here's X amount of games. There you go. All right, the number is 510-956-3700. We have so much to get into tonight. We really do. Uh, we still got to hear from Melvin. We still got to hear from, well, who do we got? We got Piscotti, and we got your phone calls. That's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. 
Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Rack three. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. Chris Townsend with you here on the Ace Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. I want to apologize. I want to apologize to David Fletcher. And why is that? Because even Cut 4, Cut 4, that's a part of uh, MLB.com, they have the highlight of David Fletcher's double This thing was over his eyes. I'm looking at the highlight. I mean, that's unbelievable. The double he hit in the fifth inning against Mike Fires. That thing's like at the like at like at his helmet. That's how high it is. And he got good wood on that. I'm telling you, the guy's like Joe DiMaggio. 
Joe DiMaggio gets the A's. Let's go to Matt in Sacramento. Good evening, Matt. Welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Ooh, good evening, Tony. How you doing tonight? Always great to get a win. You know what? Tonight, it's it's a double victory. You got the Astros losing in Southern California, A's winning. You in that winning streak by the Astros. It's all good. Hey, Amen. Big shout out to Bob Townsend's Padres. It's always uh, always nice to see them get a dub against the Padres or against the Astros, rather. But really, I just got one question for you, and it's more around the trade deadline, which is about ten days away, which is crazy because this season's so young and. You know, obviously we got – it's hard to see us – at least for me, it's hard for me to see, you know, us trading for a, uh, you know, a top-flight position player that's going to cost a lot of prospects. And uh, I've seen some things online. Some of these teams that aren't very good are, uh, you know, have some top, top-of-the-line top starters who are, you know, maybe available here coming up and on some bad teams. So, obviously it would be a rental and maybe – you know, we can get someone like that with the prospects we have, and we wouldn't have to give up somebody too good. But what do you think about, you know, us maybe going after someone like Trevor Bauer or, you know, somebody in somebody's rotation who can give us some, some good playoff innings? I can't tell you how excited I would be. The A's could go out and get somebody like Trevor Bauer not only selfishly what that would mean for our shows, because I've had him on the program before <laughs> and he's fabulous. Like he's the kind of guy you had, you ask like three, four questions and the interview is going to be a half hour. The first time we had Trevor Bauer, like the, the reds people were like, we'll only keep him like eight to 10 minutes. I swear to God, I asked him like three questions. We were 20 minutes in and he didn't want to get up. <laughs> he wanted to just keep on talking. I could talk to him for hours. Um, but the way he's throwing the baseball, and we know that he grew up liking the A's, he's a different cat. He's not motivated the way other guys are. Trevor Bauer, mm-hmm. to me, I could see this, and I could be completely wrong, and maybe I'm just a homer and fine, I'll wear it. I could totally see Trevor Bauer coming to Oakland and walking in here and going, Yeah, I like this place because I think the way the A's clubhouse works, Trevor Bauer really could be Trevor Bauer, and he's not going to get judged. You know, we don't have hardcore media. Our beat writers, this isn't Boston. This isn't New York. This isn't Philly. It's not Chicago. They're not going to be, like, grilling him. Not everybody's going to be worried. I mean, he could really just be himself and blossom and, you know, the A's got some money. Throw him some cash. He likes one-year deals. Fine. Pay him good money. I could see him saying, hey, listen, I got a chance to win here. This is a good group. I get to be in California. I want to be in California. I could just see getting Trevor Bauer here. This could be a great fit. And I could be completely wrong, but I also could be completely right. And I think he could come here and really blossom and just love the experience because he has always said he does not want to sign a long-term deal. He wants to go year to year, and I'm fine with that. I love the idea of short-term contracts, overpay for a year or two versus pay someone a long contract, which those never work anyway. Uh, Matt, <laughs> if you could get me Trevor Bauer, I'm all in. Hey, no question. Hey. 
you just got me amped up on that. Yeah, I would love that. I think you're exactly right on what you said about him fitting in in the clubhouse. And, yeah, none of our guys are really, you know, Chapman's at arbitration. But otherwise, it's all pretty much, you know, young, controlled guys. And obviously, we see what we get with Marcus. But, man, I would love somebody like him for sure. Thank you for taking the call, and thanks for everything. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, immediately, I mean, think of a three-game set. Playoffs. Trevor Bauer, Frankie Montas, and then what? Jesus Lazardo, Chris Bassett, Mike Fires. I mean, now you got some serious depth. I love the idea of Trevor Bauer. I really do. I mean, to me, I think he'd be a great A. He's opinionated. He's but he's smart. He's really he's a rebel. That's who we are for God's sakes. We're the Oakland A's. We're different. We're always going to be different. That's how this organization rolls. We would embrace somebody like this. Are you kidding me? Someone really smart, really talented, outspoken, talent, and, 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 and can win? I think you'd love him. I think we would just absolutely love to. You know, I don't know much about Cleveland. I've been to Cleveland a couple times. I'm very fortunate I got to go out to uh, – Heritage Plaza with the great Raymond Fossey and to see his plaque. And I interviewed Ray at his plaque as Ray is considered a top 100 Indian. And uh, his plaque is right next to his buddy, Dwayne Kuyper. And Cleveland is different, right? I mean, Cleveland is kind of um, not California. It's it's Midwest. It's different. I think Trevor Bauer comes to the Bay Area and thrives. I think he'd love. I, I, I think anywhere. I think Southern California would thrive too. I think Trevor. Trevor, you want to turn around, throw that ball to center field, and hit Mount Davis? We'd applaud you. They'd criticize you in Cleveland. We'd applaud. Go ahead, throw it and hit Mount Davis. Break a window on one of the suites. We don't care. Win games. Be an ace. I think we would fully on embrace Trevor Bra- Trevor Bauer in the Bay Area. That'd be awesome. Put him in the white cleats and let's go. Let's go to EJ in Oakland. EJ, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Thanks, Tony. Uh, happy Friday. Uh, solid game tonight. Uh, just wanted to bring up Matt Chapman. I think he's been on a different level mentally this season i think it started with that interview he gave in uh, spring training where he called out the organization for uh, covid you know precautionary reasons he's always been a serious guy but you can see him at the plate and in the field like he's just all business he's dialed in it kind of reminds me of like a free safety on a football field or a football team who who is just the trendsetter and the emotional leader. Um, and so just, he seems so dialed in and, and I want that guy on my team for the rest of the season. So thanks, Tony. 
It's an interesting call that you say that. You know, you have certain guys that are on defense in the NFL that they are the signal callers. They are the guys that line people up. They're the guys that hold people accountable. And those are very special players. Paul Gunther is the defensive coordinator for the Raiders, and I've had plenty of conversations with him about this. Guys that got the it factor. You know, when, when, when you're around a, a lot of talented people, how do you stand out? Like Marcus Simeon stands out because Marcus Simeon is super talented, smart, great people, and works his you-know-what off. That's how he gains respect. Everybody respects Marcus Simeon. But it's not because he's a rah-rah guy. It's because of his work ethic. By the way, quickly, and I apologize, Robert, let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland, and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Now, it's not always fair to compare players. And I've covered a lot of players in a lot of different sports. For example, I think one thing we all know, we, we, we follow the Warriors. Draymond Green is far different from Steph Curry. Klay Thompson is far different from Steph and Draymond. Klay Thompson, to me, would be very similar to Marcus Simeon. It's super talent, work ethic. He's the guy you don't got to worry about. You know toughness, hardcore that's Marcus, and that's Clay Thompson. When I think about Matt Chapman, I think about Josh Donaldson. But the difference between Chapman and Donaldson, there's a, there, there's a bit of a difference in personality. They're just... They're very similar, but not. And the reason why I would say no, they're very similar because they're born leaders. And they're tough guys. Now, they're both high draft picks, but Chapman shoots through the system to where Donaldson has to fight and claw. Remember, he came up for like two, three games years ago as a catcher in Toronto, sent back down, and it wasn't until 2012 uh, where he got his opportunity, and he, he, he stunk, and then went back down, then came back and became Josh Donaldson. So their routes to the big leagues and to stardom are two different, but they're very similar from the standpoint of alpha male, uh, leader, tough guy, you want them in your clubhouse and can hold people accountable in the clubhouse. And they care about winning. Donaldson and Chapman care about winning. 
Not everybody cares about winning, folks. And I hate to tell you, but that's just a lot of people care about dollars. Certain people care more about winning. The dollars will come with the wins. Clearly, Josh Donaldson now in his career, uh, after signing this deal with the Twins, will make well over $100 million in his career. Think about this. The guy was a catcher. He He was going nowhere. Donaldson was going nowhere years ago. He's now going to be worth well over $100 million. And I love J.D., and if you're a fan of our show, you know I've had a long relationship with Josh Donaldson. Great guy. Love him to death. And I'm so happy for him. And he's rich, and he's going to be fine. Chapman, though, is not... The best way to put Donaldson is he is, he's kind of prickly. Donaldson at times can rub you wrong. And it's just, um, it is what it is. And not everybody's a fan. He had his run-ins, and I don't want to get into it tonight, but there were run-ins. There were certain guys that did not vibe with Josh. But Josh was one of those guys that helped push people. And it's also why Johnny Gomes was so important. Somebody had to be the adult in the room and be the leader in the room, and that's why Johnny Gomes was so important. Because even though, I mean, Johnny's not the best player, but Johnny's the leader. And what Johnny says goes. And sometimes there were, there was, there, there was two personalities in the clubhouse. One was Donaldson, one was another guy, And it was great that Johnny was there to kind of buffer. And and Johnny kept the other guy in check in a lot of ways. Clubhouses are interesting. You're dealing with human beings. You're dealing with young human beings, a lot of testosterone, making a lot of money. A lot of stuff can happen. Chapman, though, is not... Chapman's a guy that everybody loves. That's what's different from him and J.D. Like, these guys came together. They, they've they played together in the minor leagues. They've come up. They've won together. And then all of a sudden, you met, you know, Simeon was already here. And, you know, they're, they're, they're all boys. That wasn't necessarily... Not necessarily the case when you look at 12, 13, and 14. What's different now is this core is all good. So there's there's some similarities between Chapman and Donaldson, and there, there's also where they are opposite in some ways. There's more everybody hold hands and sing kumbaya in the clubhouse than what we knew from back in the day. But, I mean, how do you not love the way Matt Chapman plays? I mean, the, you know, last night. When he goes back on that ball, he had no chance at the ball. And he still, like, like flails at it, tries to get it. I was worried, you know, when you dive like that, you could separate your shoulder. And when he was down for a little bit, I'm like, oh, my God, just get up. And I know he talked about his thumb getting stuck, but I was worried. That's how you can separate your shoulder. I mean, the way he plays hard and... I'll tell you this story, and we'll end on this because we've been going for a while. Well, actually, we still got to play Bob Melvin, right? Uh, uh, 
so how about this story? I've told this story, and this is real. You're talking about two guys, World Series, All-Stars, Cy Young. Jim Palmer asked Ray Fossey, how good is Matt Chapman? And Ray Fossey said, he's the best I've ever seen. And this is a guy that played Brooks Robinson. And literally, Jim Palmer went, Ray, really? And he's like, I'm telling you, Jim, this guy is incredible. You think of his build, how strong he is. You think about how strong his arm is, his range. He's essentially a shortstop playing third base with one of the best arms you've ever seen, some of the best hands you've ever seen. I mean, he's won the, plat- the Platinum Glove two straight years. I mean, him and his high school teammate, Arenado, these guys are special. There's no question. Let's uh, quickly get to Bob Melvin. Here's Bob uh, after the game with the media, after the A's took down the Angels 5-3. to three. Hello. Hi, Bob. Hey. Um, you guys have... Uh, have- Jumped out to um, to leads in the first inning, or at least scored in the first inning of the last few games. Uh, that was a little bit of an issue early on. How how important, I guess, has that been in the last few? You know, it does because you know when you're winning like we are, um, Knockwood, it, it puts it gives you more confidence right away. Um, you know, it's you, when you're constantly having to come back. It's a bit of a grind, and you know it's tough to do all the time. So you know, to score that first run and score a couple runs early. Uh, gives you a lot more confidence as the game goes along. You were able to score four of your five runs on hits with two outs, including a couple by Piscotti. How big are those hits? Are, are they more important than other hits or or not? Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. I mean, you know, you get, you're down to, you know, a lot of times two outs and one pitch, they're out of the inning. Next thing you know, it's a, it's a base hit and you score a run and, you know, we tend to score a lot of game. you know, win a lot of games hitting home runs. We also are going to have to, you know, especially against good pitching, you're going to have to be able to to do some things a little bit differently. So, you know, we, we've been good kind of with the bases loaded. We've been maybe not so good at times with, with runners in scoring position, two outs, and got some big hits tonight. Hey, uh, Bob, I noticed that uh, Kemp playing second base in the last inning there for Pinder. Is uh, Chad okay? He's all right. He, you know, on that play that Trout hit the ball, uh, he kind of had to go in another direction, just kind of got stuck in the dirt a little bit. He should be fine. But, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure we were fully healthy out there in the field in the ninth inning. Bob, what about the drama of the uh, Trout at bats, the four at bats, and especially the last one with, with Soria, how he had the club, you know, did a good job there? We did. And, you know, the guy behind them makes things even more difficult. As difficult it is to deal with Trout individually, to have him behind him. And as hot as he is right now, I mean, he's absolutely on fire before the four hits today. Um, you know, usually we're either pretty careful with Trout and or we walk him. And that's not an option right now with Rendon. So, yes, it is, you know, it's important to, to get him out and, and limit the damage with him. But it's a whole different dynamic now with Rendon. Doria looks like kind of a different pitcher this year. He was used a lot by you last year, but you know, give up nine home runs, no home runs allowed this year. But do you see any other differences with how he's pitching this year? 
Um, you know what? He's got a long history of pitching late in games, whether it's closing, whether it's the eighth inning, what he what he's done for us. He's gotten off to a good start. We haven't overused him at this point. You know, we're giving him some days off with, you know, we use Petit a little bit more and, and Hendricks a little bit more, but he's been fantastic. And he's had to, for the most part, you know, in his, his outings face that, that tough part of the lineup too. So it, it's a mix of pitches. It's a, it's a lot of experience. It's different arm angles. Uh, he's, he's pitching really well for us. Uh, Fires seem, he was pitching with a lot of traffic, but seemed to get out of, you know, some pretty tough jams. Um, what do you think of him overall tonight? Yeah, you know, the second base runner, fourth time around that lineup, especially the top of the order, it's it's difficult to face that, that you know, the first uh, four or five guys they have uh, four times. So it would have been a tougher decision if, if you know, that it was just one base runner, but with two it made it a little bit easier. But pitched well tonight, um, ends up getting a win. You know, obviously a couple runs score that, you know, after he came out of the game on, on a fluke hit. but. Uh, I think between him and I both, they're they're making strides and, and pitching better. Bob, well, before, think, the season, before the season started, you were encouraged about the health of Stephen Piscotty, and now he's really been consistent. He's been responding, getting you some big RBIs. You saw what he did in 2018. How close is he to what you saw in that second half last year, and what he's meant to the back half of your lineup? Uh, he, he's when he's healthy, he's he's a force, and and it makes our lineup that much deeper, you know. And, and a guy that can also hit home runs comes up with big hits. The the time off was key for him because he wouldn't have been able. I don't think he would have been able to start the season with us, uh, you know, in April. So time off served him well, and he's been doing what Stephen Piscotty does when he's healthy. Well, we had. Steven on the program and he talked about that like he wouldn't have been ready for opening day but he's ready now and as Ken Korak said earlier tonight God he's just been a run producer here's Steven with the media after this 5-3 to three victory Hey Steven um, The last few games you guys have been able to uh, put up some runs early in the game so in the first inning uh, which hasn't always been the case this season What's, uh, what sort of a boost has that been just coming being able to score early like that yeah, it's great to score early. Um, takes a little pressure off early. Um, lets the, the starter, you know, settle in. I thought Mike did a great job, and um, we were able to add on later in the game, and uh, that was also huge. So, um, always good to to get off to a good start and uh, keep the keep the line moving. Four of the five runs you guys scored tonight were on two out hits. Uh, how important is that for you specifically? Because you got a couple of them, and how important is it for the team as a whole? Yeah, those are big at-bats, and, um, you know, a lot of us, including myself, have uh, been struggling a little bit there, but um, it was only a matter of time till that started to turn, and, um, you know, we're, we're focusing and hitting balls, you know, hard up the middle, and, um, you know, it was just a matter of time until those, you know, hits started to fall. And you guys have won uh, nine in a row at home. Now, is there any um, anything that you would point to, to to explain why you guys have played so well at home this season? Um, I mean, we love playing at the Coliseum. Um, obviously, wish there were some fans, um, but we we you know feel good here. Um, you know, we're obviously comfortable in this ballpark, and um, you know sometimes these streaks are are uh, hard to explain. But um, you know, we just we love playing here.
Um, what could you see on Mike Trout's little blooper hit in right field? Could you kind of? Yeah, that was a that was a weird one. Um, Ole kind of had blocked a little bit of my vision just from um, where we were both aligned. I thought maybe the ball hit his bat twice. I don't really know what happened, um, but it definitely fooled a lot of us. I mean, sometimes, sometimes that happens. A tough break there, but um, we were able to to limit the damage and, and uh, go on from that. Sort of on another uh, maybe fluky uh, number, but. Um, you guys are 7-0 and against uh, this season when you face left-handed starters. Obviously, you guys have a deep right-handed lineup. Um, but just when you – do you guys' approach against left-handers, do you feel like that's particularly effective or is there something that maybe saw in Heaney today that you guys were able to go uh, I mean, We definitely got some guys that can hit left-handed pitching, and um, it's fun. We can throw everyone in there. And, uh, you know, as far as going 7-0, it's hard to say. You know, we're looking at scouting reports for that individual pitcher for that game, um, and I think guys have just had you know good, comfortable at bats you know against those those guys. And um, but everyone's different, so it's hard to to pigeonhole that. But um, yeah, we just got a lot of guys that can do some damage against lefties. All right, thank you. I love it. Thank you. Okay, see you later. (laughs) The A's have won nine straight home games. They've won three in a row. Astros lose down in San Diego, which was huge. So the A's lead the division by three and a half games, and that loss cuts the Astros' eight-game winning streak, which is big. We're back at it tomorrow. Go to sleep, wake up, let's go. We're going to be on at 12.15. First pitch, Robert, is what? 105 or 110? 110? My guy's going tomorrow. Chris Bassett, 2-0 with a 2.93 ERA up against Griffin Canning. That's going to be 110. Of course, you can hear it right here on A's Cast and also on 960 AM in the Bay Area. You can watch it on NBC Sports California. But the A's with the win, 5-3. to three. You've been listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by your Northern California Lexus dealers. Everybody, have a good night's sleep. Be safe. we got a lot going on. I know life is tough, but everybody be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Here's what we want everyone to do. Count all the hugs you haven't given, all the hands you haven't held, all the dinners you didn't share with friends, the trips you haven't taken. Keep track of them. Each one means one less person vulnerable, one less person exposed, and one step closer to a healthier community. So for now, keep your distance, but don't lose count. We'll have some catching up to do. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Help your community stay safe by doing your part. Please stay safe. Visit athletics.com resources. That's athletics.com resources. Hit well. Back is Upton. At the track, at the wall, and out it goes. 
for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.